Yo, yo, yo. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Hella Average with me, Jose. Wow, I think that was the first time I actually started with the intro. Well, this intro. Don't act like you're not impressed. Let me tell you something, Pandeo. You pull any of your crazy shit with us, you flash a piece out on the lanes. I'll take it away from you and stick it up your ass and pull the fucking trigger till it goes click. Jesus. You said it, man. Nobody fucks with the Jesus. Okay, so, yeah, I think that was the first time I ever actually just went, or at least in recent memory, that was the first time that I think I have said the name of the podcast. Usually I just fucking dive right in because... I have a lot of shit to say sometimes, and, well, you just start talking, and before you know it, you're on a roll, right? I mean, it's what happens to me every fucking time. So, um, episode number 104. Um, yes, yes, I think that's, what, three weeks in a row? This one is starting me a little bit late. Um, yeah, so three weeks in a row, uh, and, hey... I know somebody out there is paying attention. Yeah, that's you, Chad. Yes, you are. Appreciate the tweets on on Twitter too. Uh, always, always uh, great to um, <laughs> get some feedback from him, and he's always good about it. So, uh, thank you for sticking with me, even though I haven't been consistent for a while right now. <laughs> I've had my reasons, though, been good reasons, but you know, I think we already mentioned that. Still. You know, uh, one of the words I've grown to, I don't know if it's dislike. So I don't know if you guys ever listened to Adam Ray uh, about last night podcast. I like Adam Ray. I think he's great in what he does. And it's awesome that he's going to be here in town doing the Super Bowl with Holmberg. So I am actually looking forward to that. I'm going to go ahead and head to that myself. It should be a fucking great time. But, uh, you know, every time Adam finishes up an interview, he always does like the James Lipton questions. And one of the one of the questions he asks is, well, you know, what's your what's your favorite word? And another one is what's your least favorite word? I would have to almost say busy is my least favorite word. Favorite favorite word. I don't know. I'm not going into that right now. But least favorite word. I have to say that busy is definitely right there. I don't know if it's the the main one, but it definitely is pretty high up there. And and this is why. And I I've tried not to use it often, but it does happen. And I think there's good ways and bad ways. There's there's a couple there's variations, but really to me they're just for the most part in a way just a couple uh different variations one is yes like i've been really busy doing you know xyz photos video comedy and it's been great so it's just been busy but it's been fantastic and 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 i and you know very productive so to speak so i think that's a good way to use busy i love that way 
But unfortunately, most people use busy in a, oh, yeah, I meant to get back to it, but it's just been so busy. I've been meaning to call, but I've just been so busy. You know, that whole fucking normal excuse. And that's when I do not like... When I don't, when I do not like the word busy. Sorry, I'm trying to read something in here. So that's that's really the time I I dislike it, and most people use it in that term. And the reason why I don't like, or at least in that in that variation, is that it's not necessarily busy. I'm too busy to go to the gym. No bullshit. B- too busy in that. <laughs> And that regard means it's just not priority. That's what it is. And I mean, just call it as it is, right? It's 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 a fact of it's if if you're too busy. <laughs> um, sorry, I haven't been able to call because it's too busy. Whatever. It's just because it's not on your priority. All right. Not it, right or wrong doesn't matter. I'm just saying that that. People, I think, tend to use that word too much in the fact of just say it's not important enough to me right now, <laughs> you know, and it sounds bad, but that's really what it is. I hate when people tell me I can't really go to the gym because, you know, I'm just so busy. Bullshit. I'm fucking busy and I go to the fucking gym all the time. I've known people, single parents you know, even ha- sometimes have two jobs and still find a way to work out. So don't tell me you're too fucking busy. It just means either it's not priority for you, which is definitely one, or two, you're too fucking lazy. And that's another one. <laughs> and and I'm talking about the gym here specifically. Now, here's the, I guess, the scenario or analogy in a way I always, I always say and I always use. If I told you, <clears throat> you can get a million fucking dollars, right? A <clears throat> million dollars take home, you're good to go. But you have to go to the gym five days a week for six months. And that's and that's what it is. You can't miss a fucking day. You can't have an excuse. Whether I, you, you get an extra two days in that week. So if you miss, if you're if you decide to schedule Monday through Friday and you have to miss Friday, well then go Saturday, right? So I guarantee you that people all of a sudden wouldn't be too busy to go to the gym if there was fucking cash, like if cash was the, I don't want to say motivation, but reward is really the exercise. But um, anyways, if cash was at hand, that all of a sudden would be a priority. And guess what? All of a sudden, they wouldn't be too busy go to the gym. I fucking guarantee that's what would happen. Nobody would be like, well, no, I'm just going to be too busy. So that's why I know that if you really want something bad enough or you really want to do something, you're not too busy. You're just too fucking lazy or you just don't, it's just not your priority. And again, if it's not your priority, there's nothing wrong with that. But just say it's not really what's important to me right now. Just don't say I'm just too busy for it. So um, there is my, um, what, what's uh, what's Holmberg usually say? Say something to people for the day. I forget what the fuck he, he said. <laughs> uh, it, you know, take it or leave it. But that's the way I feel about the word busy. And, uh, and again, 
There's a good way and a bad way. So anyway, I was, in a good way, very busy last week. And uh, it was Barry Jackson. It was fucking great. For the most part, it was fantastic, okay? I always look forward to the Barrett Jackson. Uh, I like to go over there, walk around. I love cars. Uh, you know, I've, that's what I photograph most of the time. And I just have a great time. I go with uh, a friend of mine, and he and I always go there and just get fucking hammered. Look at cars and get hammered. Hold on a second. So... Sorry about that, uh, but not that you noticed. <laughs> Just pause it. So we always go get hammered, and it's always a fucking blast. It's so much fun, and we—it's basically something we do every year. And I don't know how many years we've been doing it, but probably at least eight years. This time was going to be a little different, only because I don't know if I want to say I'll be working the Barrett Jackson because I am, but I'm not, or I was, I guess you should say. So therefore, I wouldn't be able to indulge or be as free as I normally would on Saturday because that's when we usually would go. So uh, I was this time, in a way, working at the Barrett-Jackson, or at least helping my buddy, uh, Rick, the one with the ExoMod car. I was helping him with that. So I was there, did go there Tuesday just to go, and I was dropping off some extra cards that I had made, some auction cards, but I wanted to go. I went, I went with a friend, you know, it was, it was the first time she's ever gone, it's the first time she's ever gone to, to Barrett-Jackson, so I thought, hey, let's go Tuesday, and you know, because I'm going to be pretty busy for the rest of the week and enjoy it a little bit plus it's gonna be a little slow so because i was helping rick and rick had i don't know not necessarily a booth but something he uh he ended up giving me some uh some passes and great passes great passes that basically were for all week well all week all 10 days you just can't beat that shit it was it was great uh so i'm gonna try to take advantage of it as much as i can of course and it was it was good when i went there friday before the auction or bear jackson actually opened i was i was there for a little bit and i took some videos of great looking fucking cars and and just took a couple pictures of some and it was great i loved it you can check those out at my ig if you want uh, jose Meza underscore creator and it was it was a lot of fun so on tuesday we went and had a great time a couple things i definitely noticed right off the bat beer prices had gone up they were i think eight and nine bucks domestic and import well now they were 10 and 11 Two fucking dollars more. That's that's a, a, a substantial increase. Okay, so you know, like ah, oh, fuck. So you grab two two beers. We uh, she and I are doing some blue moons, and it's twenty fucking twenty two fucking bones right off the bat. You know, and it's just crazy. Um, you know, probably sixteen ounce pours, whatever. But that that cut me off guard a little bit because. 
two bucks is you know and like everything else has gone up uh the passes at at the gate if you didn't get them online were 89 fucking dollars i mean <laughs> i fucking that's general admission and shit like that's not any special treatment that is still like ga you can't get in a lot of places right so that was fucking crazy However, like I said, I had some great passes. Now, my passes didn't have access to the bar, to VIP, or anything like that, but that's okay. The thing is, is I could go every fucking day, and I can go in the auction area, in the staging lanes, and in the auction on the auction block. And that was shit for the first time I ever went was fucking intense. I'll talk about that in just a second. It was, that was fucking great, though. But Bear Jackson was, was a lot of fun. It was good. It was just fucking expensive. More so than I remember, or not that I remember, that I knew that they went up, you know, from last last year. But it was huge, it was massive, and it's always a fun event. So I went there because my buddy had uh, the car there that he was auctioning off. It's a little bit of a, of a weird story that he sold it to somebody and then they wanted to auction off basically the car. That's fine. And... And it was somebody that is really close to Barrett Jackson, from what I understand. So the whole purpose of really going there was, yeah, for the car, but it was mainly to promote the business, which is ExoMods, okay? And that was the biggest thing. And I want this thing to fucking take off a lot, really bad. I, you know, I my buddy is a, is a good dude. He's a good guy. And he's basically put his life savings into this and and there's really not a not many better people that are deserving of something great like this and he's just he's just a good-hearted good soul just a good person in general and uh, and and uh, yeah i mean would something benefit me yeah but you know what i uh, that's not what's important to me matter of fact i he wanted to pay me for my time there at barrett jackson and i told him no you don't need to uh, you know, I just wanted to try to help and try to try to try, I want to try to make this company help this company succeed as much as I can. And it just just seems like I don't know. It's just it's, it's not that it's impossible. It's just, you know, you you fight and you scratch and I'm not and I'm fine with it. I'm used to that. But, you know, when there's somebody else involved, that's a good person and whatever, then I don't know why it is so difficult. Is it because I'm involved? I mean, do I bring some shit luck? I don't know, right? But anyway, besides that, I just say just, you know, that's why I was there. I was there to help promote the business. And he wasn't able to make it. He was going to come down. He had this fucking plane booked. He had his hotel booked. Everything was good to go. And unfortunately, he had a minor, well, somewhat of a medical emergency Wednesday night. He was flying out Thursday at 3 a.m. And he wasn't able to make it. Now, he's fine. And he's okay. But, you know, he just uh, he, he kind of sighed on the sided on the air of, uh, of caution in a sense. So it was me that was going to go there. So I started I went there, I think, Tuesday evening, probably around five. And I was there till around nine, nine thirty. And and you know, the whole day, I'm also booked with a lot of different things that I'm doing. So my day basically on Tuesday did start, I think, at, at, at a quarter till six in the morning and finally got, got home at 930. 
Uh, Wednesday, I Wednesday didn't go. Oh, sorry, Thursday. Yeah, duh. Thursday. Well, Friday, I got there a little bit earlier, around two o'clock, and was there till around eight thirty. And then the plan, of course, for Saturday was to go there, pretty much in the morning, and then stay there until the car went on to auction, which the car went to auction on Super Saturday. And in a good time slot, not the best time slot, but still a really good time slot. So it wasn't terrible either. So, you know, it was then and then till after that, I that was when I was kind of going to be okay, free and clear and move on. So that that happened. And, and, uh, and so I was there, you know, all day. So Thursday, you know, I had a lot of good talks, a lot of good connections, networking on Thursday. It was great like actual buying type of people. So that was fun and and talked a lot. And yeah, I was tired, but whatever. Friday was still a lot of fun, but I talked more to tire kickers and there were actual buyers, you could say, or, or bidders. And still good, still good though. And then fr- Friday, uh, Saturday, God damn, I'm all fucked up, sorry. And then Saturday, I got there around 10 o'clock and I think I eventually left around 4. 4.30, but 10 o'clock and talked to a few people also that, that morning, that day. Went out with my buddy for about an hour, yeah, maybe about an hour, hour and a half. Go look at some cars, drink, and then came back and check on the vehicle. And then I'd kind of go back and forth with, you know, find him and then go to the car because eventually got moved. And, uh, you know, we had every, I had a cards there. I ordered like a stand. Oh, that reminds me. I gotta return that to Amazon. Had a stand to put all the cards there so people could take it, which worked out great. I didn't get it there till Friday morning, but it was still fantastic. All like a lot of cards went, which was good with all the information. And then, uh, and so, so I, that Saturday, the cars opened the entire time. So I was like, oh, I had my, my, hoodie and put it in the car anyway so then it was good uh, so i actually ended up riding with the driver a few times on you know as because once once the car moves from from the lot then it gets goes into line and it's about another hour and a half before it actually reaches the staging lanes and the block so kind of was going back and forth and finally i was there i was talking to a lot of people it was great good communication great networking amazing feedback so the whole thing was barrett jackson was supposedly from from what i understand was supposed to be behind the car in a sense of hey you know talk about the car a little bit more so forth they even had us a sign made for us that we didn't pay for which was good that they they did it so at that point i'm like okay they're they're definitely doing something they're putting us on super saturday right they're talking about it going on the auction block and i don't know if you guys have ever watched if you guys watch barrett jackson but they'll have a car up there and if they are behind a car even when it stalls a little bit they'll they'll kind of pause talk it up a little bit more and then they and try to increase the bids and and usually it works so that was kind of the whole idea of what was ha- going to happen. And then my buddy's like, hey, man, go up there with the car in the staging lanes. That's where you talk to the fucking like business people, the money people. Some don't even go look at the cars. That's just the only place that they go. 
which I didn't know I was excited about. And I did talk to a lot of fucking quality, quality cats there a lot. And then he's like, and then, you know, go up on stage, go up on the, on the block with a car. And I was like, Oh fuck. Okay. You know, I, I never been on the block. He's like, Oh, you should go. It's intense. And he's like, matter of fact, before the car even goes up there, take a walk and just kind of go in there. They're not going to kick you out. Anything like that, that pass allows you to. So I was like, okay. So I did go like probably around 11 or so. I went over there and didn't go all the way to the block, but I, I was, I was in that area. I, I, no, I did go, but I came back out immediately, but it was, it was crazy. It was like, okay. So then when I'm riding with the, the driver, we are in the staging lanes and eventually we got to get in line to start getting ready to go on the block. And I jump in the car and there's a Ford GT in front of us, uh, the 2005 six model, which is still also one of my favorites, beautiful car. So, we go, okay, you know, I jump in there and now we're in the fucking block and it's right there. And I'm like, this is fucking crazy. So weird. And it was intense. It was cool. So get out like, you know, well, we don't get out yet. So finally the four GT in front of us is up there. I don't know, probably for five minutes or something like that. And, and even when it stalls, they talk it up a little bit. I'm like, all right, cool. You know, we're in the, we're in the area and we're right behind it. That car finally goes, and then they go, and he, you know, because I was like, "Hey, what do I do?" Do they open the door? He's like, "Yeah," and I said, "I just walk behind." He goes, "Yeah, just walk behind." I'm like, "All right, cool." So, and my buddy's there too. He's he's, but he's already on the block because he's following up the car. And I get out and uh, and I go in the back, and you just like you go around the back and you just see this fucking sea of people. There's the girl that I was, that I had met the COO there. That's the one that gave me the passes and talked to her for a few minutes that Friday. And she was super nice. Great. Whatever. And she was actually there too. So she's actually the one that told me, yeah, we're expecting this car to go for $500,000. This is when we were talking on Friday, right? I said, I got the car. She goes, oh, you're here to drop some stuff off at the car. I said, yeah. And she goes, okay, we have a sign there for you. And I said, oh, that's great. I said, yeah, it's very exciting. You know, she goes, yeah. She goes, well, we're expecting to at least get $500,000 out of this. And I was like, really? She's like, yeah. Which the car is worth that. But I'm just saying I'm, I was happy to hear that Barrett Jackson said that. Coming from the COO's mouth. So I'm like, okay, so all these things, I'm like, this is exactly what we needed. This is exactly what we want. And I've been telling my buddy Rick, you know, for months that Barrett Jackson at Scottsdale, that this is the one, this is the fucking one. This is what gives us the exposure, right? This is what's going to put, you know, ExoMods on the map and it's going to set precedence. And, and that was the thing, right? So he, knowing all this and then hearing this from her, I'm like, we're in great shape. This is it. So the car ride, we get on the top of the block. The guy opens the door up. I'm like, it's kind of a blur, but it opens up. I get out and I come around the back of the car. I stand with my buddy. The, the COO happens to be right behind us. And I and and Craig Jackson's on the fucking, you know, on the podium along with the auctioneer. And I think, you know, his partner, which I call Steve Burns, business partner. And I look in the fucking crowd. It's just a fucking sea of people. Like it's it's so it's so packed. And the bidding is just going now. All of a sudden, it just starts, and it's it's just intense, man. It's intense. 
it's just fucking, blah, 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 you know, and it's up there and you're like with people really close in, in, in proximity with people. And you're just seeing this sea of, of people just bidding and it's loud. It's fucking like energizing. It's amazing. I'm fucking amazing. And then 90 seconds later or so, the fucking dro hammer drops at 225K. Needless to say, I was extremely disappointed in every aspect, especially knowing or at least to my understanding that Barrett Jackson was going to be behind us. And to me, it just seemed like they just fucking railroaded us. Something happened where they just decided to fucking pull out of the whole deal as far as like, I don't know what it was or what happened, but they didn't say shit about the car. They just said it was a 2021 Hellcat, Challenger Hellcat. Yes, the chassis is, but they never said anything about the body being a 1968, basically rebody, but by Axel, built by Axel Mod, full 100% carbon fiber car and you know, lightweight and customized, one of a kind, and all these special, special fucking details that when I was telling people when I was by the car, were just being blown away. Their fucking eyes would just pop, right? They didn't say a goddamn fucking thing. And if we're lucky, we were up there for 90 seconds. It might have been less, but it fucking dropped, and I was just... I was pissed, man. I was mad. And as soon as that dropped, that fucking COO just walked off too. Not that she, to me, was disappointed. It was almost that she was embarrassed because she knew I was right fucking there. And I have a feeling she knew that we were railroaded. Now, granted, Rick had already gotten his money and this and that, but it was it was about... It was about exposure for the company, but it was more about setting a bar for the price of that car. That car we're trying to sell for $400,000, and that's what Rick was at least hoping. Hey, I don't know if we'll get $500,000, but it'd be great if we got $400,000. That's going to set the price for future orders. That was a whole fucking goal, to put it to where like, boom, we have a fucking car, and it's worth this much, and this is what... We got, and, and people are going to fucking want it. And they completely fucking took the fucking rug from right underneath us. I mean, it was it was uh, disappointing. It left a really bad taste in my mouth in Barrett Jackson. I actually did have, and maybe I'm fucking stupid, and I never said that I was smart, but maybe I'm fucking dumber than I thought. But I, I kind of thought that I had a little more... Um, Higher regard for them, I guess. It, it, it's, it was, I had a lot of respect for the name and for this show. And that made me lose a ton of it. And nobody gives a shit, honestly. I'm just wanting to, to express that that's how I felt. And that's how I still feel. And I think it was bullshit. I felt the fucking worst for Rick. That, that was the biggest reason why I was disappointed. If I didn't know that person and they were doing their own thing, and I had no idea with them, I'd be like, oh, fuck, that guy got railroaded. Because there's a lot of motherfuckers got railroaded there. 
But this one hurt because I've been, you know, for one is for Rick because he has everything into this. And and it just sucked. And I'm I'm very close with this idea and this project. So I was I was extremely fucking bummed out. And it just sucks, man. It just sucks. But as much as the cliche is that I hate, and Rick and I talked about this, everything happens for a reason. I I I I do believe in that at times. And there's just times I think it's just a fucking crock of shit. Now I sometimes I just don't know whether to believe it or not because there's just times where I go, okay, how is this happening for a reason if I haven't seen anything? And it's been a while, whether it's been a few years, a couple months, whatever. I don't know. I still don't see it. And maybe I know that you go, well, it maybe something would have happened and it didn't happen. So you 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 never saw it. But if you if if it if it did work out that way, you would have seen it and it wouldn't have been good. I don't know if I lost you there but i hope you understood what i was saying so you know it's almost like hey um i got this red light i I hit this red i hit these two red lights but if you wouldn't hit those two red lights you might have gotten an accident on a third light but you'd never know you never saw it because you hit those two red lights so therefore that it would have never happened i don't know if that's kind of what works now that being said i have had some big things happen in life that seem fucking bad or at least weird or tough or shitty and later on realized, oh shit, that's why it happened. And you're grateful. The blessing is guys, all that bullshit, right? But I go, okay, well, that's amazing. And and so that's the times why I can't completely abandon the everything happens for a reason. So I try to stick as, as, as optimistic and as positive about it, but sometimes it's hard. I hope that this is the case. I, you know, I want to say that it is, and I, I do, I, I will say it, but I, I don't know if I 100% believe it, but I would say, I guess I do more than I don't, if you follow. So... That that is the thing I had my buddy say one time, everything has a season and maybe that's what it is. This is just the season. Maybe it's winter right now, as I heard Tony Robbins say, and summer's right around the corner for this thing. That way we can start, you know, spring and summer. That way we can start reaping the benefits and, and, and reaping what we sow, you know. So that that's what I can say. He's He's got other projects that that can fund him and I'm I'm very grateful for that. I was extremely just disappointed in the whole deal. And yeah, and that kind of kind of fucked everything for a minute. So, but for a minute, like I said, it's it's quite highly, highly possible and more than likely it did happen for this reason. And maybe this car goes for bigger later somehow and somehow it puts us on the map or or something. I don't know. But I've had we've had nothing but amazing reviews, great talks, and it's just it's just great. So that being said, it was still fun. Uh, I still had a lot to drink that day, got hammered, and still had a lot of fun. Going up on the block was absolutely fucking crazy and fantastic, and I've never done it. I've never been. 
and it was good. My buddy's like, man, I saw you. I I saw you get out on the television. He actually wasn't as disappointed. I think I was more disappointed than he was. And he's like, hey, it's okay, you know. And and he's like, I've learned to kind of let that part go. But he's like, yeah, you looked like a fucking movie star coming out of that car. <laughs> I don't know. I told him I don't. I don't think that's the case. But I appreciate the kind words. Uh, all in all, it was fun. But I was, yeah, I was definitely fucking booked. It was insanely busy, but good stuff. And oh, and yeah, and then at the end, you know, finally leaving, uh, <laughs> finally leaving the fucking the Barrett Jackson for the night. I go to the car to get my hoodie, and it's one of my favorite hoodies. And the fucking door is locked. I have no key. I have. No, I don't know how to get to, how to get to it. I'm drunk. I'm just like shit. And I was like, fuck, I might have to come tomorrow. And I didn't want to go. Like, I was tired. I was I was Barrett Jacksoned out, man. So, plus I had to go work out legs, and I knew it was going to be after legs. And fuck. And then it's not easy. You got to go park. You got to walk a fucking mile. And then you, who fucking knows what I was going to have to do, right? And that's all I was thinking. I had to go pick up the, the stand because I got to return it. And I was going to pick up the cards and so forth. So, I was like, okay. So I ended up working out legs, going over there, and I'm like, okay, okay, here we go. I put the stand all together, and then I walk. Well, first of all, I'm walking up, and I'm like, oh shit, the fucking window's open, so great. I can fucking get my goddamn hoodie. Nope, it was a different car. It, I just kind of saw part of it because it was an actual older, actual Challenger, but the 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 door not the door but the window just for a brief second looked like it and then i was like oh shit so i went tried to open the door and sure enough it was still locked i'm like fuck and in the meantime i'm trying to hurry because i'm supposed to get to my buddy mike mike's place because he's making burgers and my buddy robert's there and we have a few people whatever and so i'm trying to hurry and i'm just thinking if it wasn't my fucking one of my favorite hoodies i'd have left it so I went over there, I went to talk to one of the staffing guys, and he's like, oh yeah, you got to go to key control. I'm like, oh fuck, where's that? And of course, it's it's far, it's not on the completely other side, but it is not close. So I'm trying to kind of hurry up and go over there, and the fucking place is still packed. Like it's, I can't believe it's so fucking packed still. It's like two o'clock in the afternoon. I get to key control, and the fucking line is long for a thing called key control. I'm like, I'm surprised. It might be like six deep, but it's fucking, I'll put it this way. The DMV probably moves five times faster than key control. I, I couldn't fucking believe it. I was there for 15 minutes in one spot before it finally fucking moved. And the whole time I'm thinking, I don't know if I can even get the key here. Because key control is the people that bought a car. They go to the auction office. They get their paperwork. That paperwork, then they take the key control. They show the person. They do whatever they got to do, I think. You know, ownership, title, who fucking knows. And then they go from there and they go to the, the, the other part of the same area, key control, but another section. And they show the paperwork. They do this, they do that, and then they get the key. Well, I'm thinking, well, what am, why am I fucking saying to get paperwork? Because I can't. Because the guy that I asked probably thought I had bought a car. Fuck, I will hopefully someday, but not not this year. And that's probably why he thought. So I instead, finally, it was after 20 minutes, I kind of leaned over to the lady where you pick up the keys. And I said, hey, I have a quick question. I have some stuff in the car. 
I left it in there last night. I was with a car because I was with the seller and I left a couple of things in there and it's locked and I can't get it. And she's like, Oh, well, I, she goes, she goes, so I'll have to send you with the driver. And I'm like, I don't, that's cool. That's fine. And she says, well, it might take a while. Uh, it might take quite a few minutes. I said, well, is it 15 or less? She goes, oh, maybe more. And I'm thinking, fuck. So she goes, well, what exactly did you leave? I told her, well, it's actually just a hoodie. She goes, were you up there with the block? I'm like, yeah. She goes, oh, I see. Okay, that makes sense. And I'm thinking, I don't even know how much fucking long I'm going to take. And I keep saying what lot number, blah, blah, blah. And, um, and back and forth. And, but she was super nice, though. She was super fucking nice. So outside the DMV, she was super nice. And finally, it wasn't a driver lady, a girl, young, younger girl's like, well, she's she can take you. I'm like, really? And it was maybe 10 minutes later. So it wasn't terrible. She could take you and finally got that, went to the car. She opened it up. I grabbed my key. I grabbed my my hoodie and I was out. But man, what a fucking hassle that was. And then having to go so for, you know, for once I'm like. I don't want to go. I don't want to go, but I did. But at least I got my fucking hoodie back. I'm very happy because I'd still be fucking, you know, stewing about that, I think. So I'm glad that I was able to get it. And uh, yeah, show ended. And I left the fucking cards there. I grabbed my bands, my that bandstand. And I'm like, the fuck do, you know, because I'm, I'm still ha having to carry, I think, 250 of those out. One of the boxes completely tore up me. And I was like, you know what? Fuck them. I left. <laughs> I, it's not like I need them. Not like we can use them anymore. So I fucking left them right by where the car was and took what I needed and said, fuck it. So, yes, that's what it was. Um, so that was the Barrett Jackson. Again, it was great. It was fun. Uh, but definitely some stuff that left a little bit of a bad taste in my mouth. Um, but, uh, I, I, am glad again, thank you guys for your support. Thank you guys for being here and, and taking time to listen to this shit. I hope you guys enjoyed these last couple episodes. It's a little bit different, but I just, I don't know. I, I find it fascinating. Stu stupid little things like this, I think are fucking funny, weird, crazy, all, all the above. Right. Um, but don't forget, I know I'm past a little bit of time, but I also want to say, don't forget to, uh, hit me up, up on, uh, my IG, of course, that is um, Jose Meza underscore creator. Um, also, don't forget my YouTube channel. I am going to post some. I had to, a, lot, a few reels that I posted on IG. So I'm going to post some shorts up on YouTube. I'm going to schedule them out. Hopefully, I, I plan. I think I had that planned for tonight. Probably still might have to do a little work tonight. Actually, I do. But I might not be able to get to that. So I'm going to try to do that probably. Um, look to try to do that this this weekend. Or at least start, start it this weekend. Um, put it on my schedules. But don't forget to check that out. Check out my, my, um, my YouTube. Subscribe. Like my videos. Check them out. And enjoy. Fucking hit the notifying bell. Whatever you got to do. It'd be great for all that support. My website, josemezamedia.com. And right now I don't have the shirts up. Uh, I don't know if or when I'll have them up. I still do want to change the name. We'll see what happens with that. Um, and um, I mean, I'm on, I don't really, I'm on Twitter much. 
but you can hit me up there at Jose Meza Creator. And really, I think that's it for now. But truly, uh, truly grateful for everything. Thank you guys for again uh, being here. Subscribe to the podcast, please. Uh, rate it five stars if you could you know whatever stars you felt especially five would be great uh <laughs> i mean whatever i really just be honest I, i'm sure a lot of you guys some of you fucking can't stand it one star hey i'm not mad at you that's what happens everybody has their own taste and perspective and i respect it regardless if if you're doing it out of uh, uh, authenticity i respect it if you're doing it because you're just a hater then you can fuck off and i can get two shits less so anyways i will uh i guess that should be it so i will talk at you guys later and appreciate you for the support thanks again chad and i will talk at you guys later peace that's a fucking wrap